Let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple brews, baby. Remember when Jessica Alla was a thing, honey? I hope it's good or at the least funny. We love good movies. We love the bad ones, too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh, yeah. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot holes and gratuitous movies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy. Everything I learned from movies. And tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, the 2001 classic. Oh, my God. The French movie, Le Pacto de Loup, The Brotherhood of the Wolf. I love French films. Only pretentious French films. I love French films. One ticket, see food play. Absolutely. <laughs> Credit reference achieved. Um, <laughs> also, I would like to take a moment to acknowledge our new theme song. Thank you, Steve, for that <laughs> awesome, awesome rendition. Oh, what you guys you. don't know is that is all Steve. He did that via <laughs> acapella. <laughs> I think they know that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It didn't sound like there was a cat being beaten with a baby, <laughs> which would have been my voice. <laughs> no, um, yeah, thanks. I've been meaning to do that for the longest time, and I just <laughs> am so horrible at anything musical. It was amazing. Um, but to make that sound better. But first. We need a drink. What do you have over there, beautiful? Well, in honor of it being hot as balls out tonight. <laughs> oh, my warm. God. 
Uh, I have a KSA light and crisp Kolsch style ale from Fort Point Beer Company. Ooh. Brewed in San Francisco. <laughs> yes, the French Provence of San Francisco. <laughs> uh, we should have French beers. Oh, uh, oh maybe next time. Uh, I don't want to drink a bunch of saisons <laughs> <Yeah>. and lambics. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. The pork? Sorry, very unceremoniously. I'm sorry, I just opened that and didn't She's, even do that. She open. just wants that beer so quickly. She's like, <laughs> It's so nice. Through this pomp and circumstance, give me some goddamn beer. Uh, yeah, it's nice golden color, a little bit of a golden, uh, like a brownish haze to it, but well carbonated. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't a brownish haze, honey. This is okay. like a straw color. Oh, I'm, okay. The, <laughs> angle I, the angle I was looking at was kind of dark. I was thinking I was looking downwards at it. Uh, honey, we picked a light, crisp blonde beer in honor of all the waifs in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> a nice, light, nearly <laughs> perfectly translucent beer like the mini skin you'll find in here except for one actor. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I would oh like to God. introduce the chairman <laughs> of Iron Chef as our Native American. <laughs> yes, as Manny, the Native American uh, Iroquois. Who uh, knows Kung Fu. Of and... course. It... Also, side note, so do all the gypsies in this town. That's true. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of martial arts stuff going on. Um, uh, who knew that just being in France gave you super magical uh, martial arts powers? Mm. Well, the movie, uh, again, a French movie. I don't know if we've mentioned that eight or nine times. Uh, from director Christophe Gans. En Francais. Um, you may know him as the uh, director of, well, this. Uh, he also did the first uh, Silent Hill movie. Oh, I liked that one a lot. Uh, he also did a uh, remake of uh, Beauty and the Beast in 2015. It's that one we saw last Ooh, week that's streaming we just on Netflix. watched this one recently. That was actually pretty good. That was beautifully done. I hope I... the Disney one's half as good as that one was. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I don't know if it's going to be that good. <laughs> that was the really good. Hi. <laughs> it was nice because it was really different than the Disney version. Yeah, yeah, a little darker. And, yeah. <laughs> a little darker? Yeah, okay. <laughs> he, he makes... He, this good dark atmosphere movies like like Silent Hill, the first movie. I really like that one. The oh, sequel yeah, stuff falls. Oh but... yeah, yeah, for sure. I uh, the first one gave me so much hope. It's like everything I wanted out of like a go like a ghosty monstery movie. Like it's a yeah, and then yeah. the rest of them just be they just all become Resident Evil somehow. Yeah. Well, anyway, this movie <laughs> it's uh, set in eighteenth century France. In the uh, Gévaudan province, I believe it was. Uh, <laughs> <Gévaudan>. <laughs> um, and the Chevalier de Fransac, uh, played by Samuel Lebehon. I'm going to do a lot of horrible French speaking. I apologize for this. Uh, and his Native American friend, Manny, played by Marc de Coscos, a.k.a. the chairman from Iron Chef. <laughs> Iron Chef America. <laughs> uh, are sent by the King of France uh, to investigate the killings of hundreds by a mysterious beast. Mm -hmm. uh, based on a true story. Yeah! That was actually going to be my first fun fact, but uh, yeah, yeah, based on a true story. No, like, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because, like, holy shit. And they still don't know what was doing the killings, like, in the real story. Yeah, they say, you know, legend has it, you know, legends being 300, you know, 250 years mm -hmm. ago, whatever it is. There's uh, a wolf-like creature prowling the area, uh, killing about 100 people, often in bizarre circumstances. 
And it, had, it did have a reddish coat, and apparently it had spikes on its back, according to the descriptions. Yeah. So uh, what I was reading is that the modern theories, based on the eyewitness accounts that they have, is that either somebody brought back a hyena from Africa and it got out. Oh, that makes sense. And that would definitely be a wolf-like creature doing strange killings that they had not seen that type of. Yeah, a different look. Like, it has the, the back, it has like, the like a razorback warthog. It has strange colors. Yeah. Uh, the other theory is that... Uh, the one of the barons had uh, red mastiffs that he had brought in from mm. I think England or something, and the idea is that possibly one of them may have mated with a wolf in the area and caused some wolf <laughs> hybrids. Oh wow, a yeah. wolf and a mastiff! Oh my god, and that definitely would be a creature that nobody <laughs> had ever seen. A bloodthirsty killing machine of slobbering exactly. teeth. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah. This movie, <laughs> or the other, uh, the other theory too, is that it might have just been a murderer who made it look like animal attacks. Yeah. Like it might have been yeah. like one of the greatest serial killers never known. Yeah, like the Jacques the Ripper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, You're welcome, everybody. Yeah. Uh, this movie also stars Vincent Cassel um, as the one-armed man Jean Francois. And where we find Vincent Cassel, where will we find his wife? Monica Bellucci. Boom. Boom. <laughs> the, you get enough of Monica Bellucci in this movie. And Do you ever get enough Monica as Bellucci? As long as you can set it on repeat, you get enough of her. <laughs> uh, she plays Sylvia, a bit of a witchy woman of the night. She, she's a mistress of the night, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's a very yeah. expensive hooker. Yeah, Oof. Oh and boy. you get... Who is it? Warm in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Monica Bellucci's amazing. Um, she really is. Yeah, but, uh, so yeah, okay. We're going to start with this movie. Uh, yeah, they show up, uh, the Fransac, I'll, I'll just call him that. And, He's the naturalist. And Man- yeah, the naturalist and Manny. <laughs> yeah, the naturalist and his Iroquois show uh, up in a French village. They they show up in the village, and it's basically everybody's like, what is this thing? You know, we're basically going to do a big wolf hunt and kill mm-hmm. all of the wolves we just come across just in case one of them is this... You know, maybe it's one that has rabies. Oh, but if it had rabies, it would die within a week or something like no, that. No, they they have the they have a few eyewitness accounts because they have oh, a yeah, few yeah. people, uh, and they say that this is no ordinary wolf. They're calling it the demon wolf. Um, they're basically rounding up all the wolves in general, but they have one of their best generals on it trying to hunt this thing down. He's been on it for weeks. He's been gathering up uh, less scrupulous men to help him hunt it down. <laughs> True. Uh, in fact, in one scene, we find out that they, uh, quote unquote, brutalized a woman, stuffed her carcass full of poison, and laid it out as a trap because the wolf seems to prefer women and children. Yeah, that was an odd turn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, also, while this is going on, the naturalist meets the uh, daughter of the local baron, I guess. Well, I, yeah, I forget the his rich family. Title. Yeah. Uh, her and her is... brother. Yes, yeah, her name is Marianne, uh, mm-hmm. and her brother's the the one armed man, Jean Francois. Uh, but Marianne and the naturalist, uh, what's his name? The the Francois. I, I think it's Gregoire. Yeah, 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 the main guy. <laughs> yeah, the natural. We'll call him just the naturalist. Basically, they have one of those those French relationships where the guy's like Pepe Le Pewing all over him, and she's just like, whatever. You're not not nearly. As proper as I am, and blah blah blah. And you know like, you oh. want a piece of me. I am delicious. Ah, but I am I a fine s- specimen of man. My hair is so mm. fluffy and poofy. I did it just for you. <laughs> did you see my Native American friend? Ah, <laughs> you are intrigued, no? He no. can tell you your spirit animal. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, the spirit animals. I was totally waiting for one. Was like, what's my spirit animal? Jackass. Or <laughs> <laughs> the dung beetle, you say. Hmm. Sperm. That's my spirit animal. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. I I like Manny in this movie. Oh, Manny is spectacular. He has almost no lines. Him, him, and Manny from Scarface are definitely the two best Mannies you in know, all of cinema. I think you just like Mannies in cinema. Maybe, maybe. Have you met a Manny you didn't like in cinema? Uh, probably. I don't know. Was there a Manny in uh, Stand and Deliver? I, no, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just assuming. No. Um. Yeah. Uh, so. So basically, the the story is them attempting to hunt this demon wolf. They uncover their much like deeper plots. There's um, oh, they're not Masons, Freemasons. Yeah. Uh, uh, shoot, what were they called? Uh, but basically, it's like an underground kind of like basically their version of revolutionary cold. Their their version of Freemasons. Yeah. Um, there's uh, the uh, Marianne's brother may have some. Uh, impure intentions towards her <laughs> yeah um the the priest may or may not be in on it like it gets really cool and really deep really quick yeah and the gypsies may be involved too there are gypsies there's one that has seizures and her father seems to know a little bit of too much about everybody in town yeah yeah a mystery starts to unravel while they're fighting the beast uh the king- gypsies attack uh attack manny and they have an all-out like kung fu battle yeah. in the middle of the gr- grassy knoll yeah the fight scenes in this movie they're pretty awesome they're awesome and they're beautifully shot like this whole movie is just beautifully it's shot from start gorgeous. to finish like it's you know great landscapes and all that uh, scenes where it's supposed to be like gritty and muddy and dirty and like dank and dangerous like it got, has that going for it mm-hmm. there's uh like there's uh, like, like like the scenes with the beast like early on like you know, you, you hear and like see what it does, but you don't see the beast or yeah, there's it's like not a, a lot of background. On, yeah, th- there's hardly any on-screen violence, which I really appreciate because yeah. the reality is your brain's gonna make it up way more gruesome than they could ever shoot. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so it's one of those things where there's a lot of murders that happen. There's not a lot shown, even like when they're having the discussion over the woman stuffed with poison's carcass. Uh, it's not that gruesome a scene. She's still pretty, fairly pretty, even though yeah, she yeah, has she's... a big chunk out of her digestive system. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, yeah, this whole movie is just so good, so well done too. Like I remember watching it for the first time, yeah, probably about when it came out, like two thousand one, two thousand two. Uh, I actually saw it with a bunch of my friends, and uh, they, they were just like, "Oh, I heard there's like kung fu and stuff in this movie." And watching it, I'm just like, "Yeah, there's kung fu in it, but..." This is like a good like slow reveal and like like a real horror monster movie. I almost don't want to talk about the ending. I don't want to either. I want to leave it vague because I think it's better. People yeah. should discover this movie. So instead, let's just talk about like the things we liked about it and stuff, <laughs> and and maybe we should talk about our recasting of the American oh, version. Oh yes, we talked about that. Well, okay, we'll get to that first. Though um, we saw we bought this movie because it's amazing and we bought it on blu-ray um you'll find versions of it where it's like uh you can find like it dubbed in english mm-hmm. or like french with the subtitles i seem to remember the english dubbed one being pretty good as long as you don't like pay special attention to their mouths <laughs> yeah no i and i do remember some of the voice actors not giving it their all like there were a couple i i i've 
because I, I, this is the first time I've actually seen the subtitled version. I had seen it dubbed on TV, like on a cable yeah. channel, and then I had seen it dubbed in English uh, on when it was on Netflix. Still, and that's when you and I watched it a few years ago. True, true. And uh, I do remember there's a couple more. It's like, don't want to take a second shot at that. Don't. <laughs> don't want to take another take. No. 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 You got, got, got a schedule. But okay. the, I remember the lines <laughs> being just fine, and yeah. we also had. I, I seem to remember we had we put the subtitles on because you said it's supposed to be a subtitled movie anyway. Yeah. And the subtitles being a little bit different because obviously it's translation of the French one, but it not being that far off. So if you can, yeah. if you don't do subtitles and some people don't find a dub version, it'll be fine. Yeah, it's. It, but yeah, I would definitely recommend. Um, I, I don't know if you can like get it on Amazon or like one of the streaming services or something. It like wasn't that. streaming anywhere yeah, say, that we I, could find. This actually was a relatively hard movie to find. Yeah, it kind of pops on and off. Uh, yeah, like I said, we saw it like a year ago, but um, no, yeah. we watched it like four years ago. Honey. Was it? Oh, God, yeah. it was probably that long ago. Because um, it was yeah. at the old apartment. So if you're going to buy it, which we highly recommend, you should th- click through. <laughs> go through our Amazon link and email yeah. through us a couple times. Costs you nothing extra, and we get a little bit of a kickback. Helps keep the lights on. Helps keep the cats full of catnip and <laughs> shit tickets. <laughs> uh, I believe the shit tickets are for us. We haven't trained them to quite use those yet, but uh, yeah, should- this movie just. Yeah, it's it's really good. I I don't want to tell you more. I want you to kind of find out about it on your own. That's why I was uh, kind of being vague about, yeah, yeah, because this movie is a great one to unwrap. And you know what? I'm so glad we bought it. We paid a little bit too much for it on Amazon. Mm. And you know what? I'm okay with it. It's going price for like a new DVD. Yeah. but It wasn't terrible. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, So, yeah. I'm a little thirsty. What's going on? I think it's still a little hot in here. So, uh, in honor of, uh, not in honor of anything in this movie, but (laughs) (laughs) nothing, stateside collaboration, Sierra Nevada Beer Camp, West Coast Double IPA with Boneyard Beer. (laughs) (laughs) So, so to translate that, this is a beer we got from San Francisco Sierra Nevada Beer Camp. This beer was brewed with an Oregon brewery. So, you know what they have in common? Wolves and trees. Yeah. This beer was brewed in Wolves and Trees. That movie was shot in Wolves and Trees. (laughs) In the Jevedon Provence of Oregon. (laughs) This movie is as French as the Iron Chef is Iroquois. (laughs) (laughs) I'll allow it. Um, So yeah, I want to pop open that West Coast Double IPA. Yeah. Oh, my top. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so in the pour. Oh, this is a pretty beer. It is. Wow, that is this golden straw color. Um, yeah, and so... Yeah, very similar to the last one. Now that I'm holding it up to the light. <laughs> yeah, this is a nice light-colored beer. It's a slightly shade darker, but just crystal Ooh. clear. Ooh, nice and yeah. hoppy. Nice. You can smell it. So let me read the description. You know, like piney, like cascade hops on this one. Uh, Sierra Nevada Beer Camp Across the World. We just love brewing hoppy beers is the way Oregon's IPA masters at Boneyard Beer kicked off our collaboration talks. Well, as it turns out, we do too. So we went all out on this intensely hop-heavy West Coast-style double IPA. It's a bright, golden, crisp, and brimming with intense citrus and herbally hop flavor, just how you like them. Yeah. And I have to say, this came in a very fun-looking can. The yeah. illustrations on this, it's got waves yeah, and yeah, whales. whales. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Looking. Yeah, again, the Beer Camp Wolf Pack. If you can find it in your neighborhood, get it. <laughs> Pay a little bit too much for beer and do it. Don't do it all the oh, time, but... Yeah, this is pretty good little Excuse beer. Me. I'm just uh, sipping on it here. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely got like the piney, a little bit of citrus, but definitely heavier on the piney and... 
uh, kind of like the the stone fruit kind of flavors on yeah, it. Yeah, kind of. You get um, yeah, I can see you can see a little bit of like plum in that in the background, and then definitely a lot of like grapefruit and stuff on mm. it. Um, yeah, you know, this is a good beer for hopheads are going to like it. Oh yeah, it's not a Simcoe based hop beer, so some hopheads are going to be all disappointed and grumpy pants. You know what? Fuck you. There's other hops. No. <laughs> this tastes dangerous. I'm trying to find the uh, oh, ABV on this I'm going to guess this is between seven and a half and eight. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking um, too. But, uh, you know, this would be a good reaching out beer if you're trying to get into hoppy beers. Reach and beer. No, reach out, reaching out beer. <laughs> if you're a person who wants to, really wishes they could enjoy hoppy beers and you just don't like them, this is a good place to start. This is, you get a lot of citrus, you get a little hoppiness, a little earthiness. It's not overpowering. You can, my tongue, taste bud doesn't feel like they're being burned off. It's not turpentine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I recommend it. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So fun facts. Fun uh, facts. Super fun facts because of fun, fun facts. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, uh, based on a true story. That was the first one. Oh my god! Uh, number two, all the primary characters except the Native American Manny actually existed and lived during the reign of King Louis the Fifteenth. Yes, they did. So Grégoire de Fransac and most uh, of them were involved in I, this true story. Yeah, I'm, so there really was a Sylvia, Monica Bellucci in this movie, or in you, real life. Where do you? Wait, who do you Ooh. think that Monica Bellucci's descendants are? I mean, oh half of God, them were in right. Italy, but the French half. Yeah, the French half, definitely. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, also, uh, just a little fun fact. Uh, Grégoire de Fransac travels on a ship aptly named Frère Lou, Brother Wolf, in French. Frère Lou! <laughs> we Frère didn't Lou. talk about the poem Frère scene. Lou. Which poem scene? So, uh, Refresh my memory. So when uh, when the naturalist arrives at the uh, the rich family's house, they keep a writer on staff who is trying to win the heart mm. of Marianne. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there is a spectacular scene where they're all eating dinner, <sighs> and the naturalist tries to fool them with a furry fish that he created. Yeah. And uh, the bro- the one armed man brother is not having it. And then the writer all of a sudden jumps up and says, "I would like to to say a poem just." <laughs> Out of my mind, off the cuff, improv. free spirit, improv. And if you're watching it in French, it just ends with, Allô! 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 And then everybody... Which means I a, howl. And just and the awkward silence. <laughs> yeah, right. And then I believe like the mother is just like, well, now that that's done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it were the Apollo, the little hook would have come off the side of the, the stage, <laughs> pulled them off. <laughs> Where's that going? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty spectacular, and I can, I feel for him. Uh-huh. I have that, I have so had that, it's like, I have this brilliant idea, and then it comes out of your mouth, and you're like, I am an idiot. That's how this podcast was created. (laughs) Exactly. So now we have to intrigue you, since you may have not seen this movie, but really want you to. Recasting it in the American version. Yes! Oh, we came up with such a Who plays the naturalist? Ooh. All right. So we went back and forth on this, and Steve actually came up with Brendan Fraser. (laughs) I think this would be a good one, because he can do the action-y stuff. He can be serious, but he also has a little bit of a sense of humor about himself, because there are a couple... They're not... It's not a comedy, but there are some scenes where he has to be kind of, like, loose in that, and he can do both. Yeah, yeah. 
He's yeah, also they, they very <laughs> he's also very charismatic, and the naturalist does some things that aren't really nice, and you have to still like the guy. And he's a good looking dude. He's and, a good looking dude. And I think that's why you you were pushing towards uh, Matt Damon. I was gonna good, say uh, I think Matt Damon also would be a good one because again I think he can also do a little laughing at himself. He's very charismatic. People like him, so he can do a couple of things that aren't really nice guy things, and uh, and people will still like him, and he can pull off the action scenes. Indeed. Who plays Manny, the Native American who knows Kung Fu? Uh, see, this is hard because I realized most of the Native American actors that I know are all passed away now. Unfortunately, that is true. Yeah. And as Steve said, that's that's pretty much true of, of the all culture. of them in general. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, why are we laughing? <laughs> this is horrible. That's your culture hey, you're talking anyway, about, Anyway, Debbie Steve. Downer, is it going to be Jet Li, or who's it going to be? <laughs> <laughs> Our Kung Fu master. I yeah. want the little guy from Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't have to speak any English. Ooh, Tony Ja From uh, The Protector and Ong Bak and That could work. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The kid from uh, Jungle Book. The kid from Jungle Book? He's got to be growing up now, right? Well, he's probably like nine now instead oh. of seven. This was just last year. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll uh, we'll corner that one. We'll put a um, pin in that one. Ooh, I got it. We'll get an unknown actual African American actor because he doesn't have to really have any lines. He's just got to be. You able mean to... Native American? That's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> did I say African American? You sure did. Excellent. We could also do that. Ooh, we could put Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Idris Alba is the Native Idris American. Alba. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I think we were joking yesterday, like, yeah, you know who should we get to be Benny? The Rock. Why not? <laughs> yes. or, yeah, who do we get to be the naturalist? Kevin Hart. Let's, <laughs> I mean, let's get this movie made. That's all we gotta do, right? <laughs> it's French seventeenth century. They'd be very open to that. <laughs> exactly. They're very progressive people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, we also figured Jean-Francois would be played by Vincent Cassel, as he is yeah. in this movie. And yeah, because he hasn't aged a goddamn day. He really hasn't, even to, though it's 15 years ago. To be yeah. fair, neither has the Iron Chef, so maybe yeah. he Ooh. just re reprises his role. You know what? Let's do it. <laughs> we were actually teasing that uh, because uh, everybody in Europe is so much more advanced than uh, us Americans... And they all don't age the same way we do. They probably all already speak English and could just redo it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't need dubbing. <laughs> just, just give me the words you want. Quote. What was it we were teasing? We were like, Mr. Doctor, shall we go ahead and do our own American lines for the American dub? Nah, let them deal with that yeah, shit. Deal with that. I ain't got, I ain't... Do I get paid double? Then fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know your entire cast, they speak good English. Like, they could understand us. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I I love this movie. I really do. This movie is spectacular, and that's actually why we're not talking too much about it right now. Yeah, we want you guys to enjoy this movie, too. So please, go out there, find it, and watch it. it Pinky couple, swear you'll enjoy it. Yeah, there's a couple of versions of it on Netflix. Or not on Netflix. Oh my god, excuse me. On YouTube. Um, I would say if you decide to go that route, try and find the longest one. Yeah. Because some of them were like only an hour, and this is a like two and a half hour Yeah, this is like a two hour, 15 minute movie. Like yeah. It's, but it flies by. Like Oh it, yeah, no, it does not well feel paced. like it. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, so now we got questions from you, our listeners, and the Movie Pod Squad. But first... But first, what do you got, beautiful? Ugh, it's so hot, we should have another beverage. Oh, I agree. What do you got there? I have a growler, a giant thermal growler of Tropical Stout from Triple Rock. Triple Rock Brewery in Berkeley, California. What, what? And uh, Tropical Stout is basically their sweet, uh, I think it's referred to as like a jamaican stout like a yeah. sweet caribbean kind of stout yeah it's like a yeah like an island stout i think they called yeah. it so i'm gonna open up stout. our giant ass growler here Ooh. oh he filled that shit to mm, the yeah. top wow that's like <laughs> you tipped this guy well right oh yeah totally so uh, we went up to triple rock for my birthday because my birthday, birthday was awesome thank you handsome i'm just gonna do that all month <laughs> <laughs> i believe i have happy birth month beautiful Woo! And uh, we oh, went wow. up for lunch because their food is spectacular. <laughs> yeah, those, uh, they got like the macaroni and cheese, bu- fried ch- so macaroni and cheese balls. We had and... fried macaroni and cheese balls mm. stuffed with chipotle crema. We had macaroni and cheese regular with short rib <laughs> short meat. Short rib, yeah. Which, by the way, was that 50% meat and 50% mac? Pretty much, yeah. With a little bit Maybe of cheese 40, holding 40, it together? Maybe 40, 60, but yeah, it was pretty close. <laughs> and then we had yeah. some super fucking awesome hot wings. And of course, great beer. Fabulous Cheers, beers. beautiful. Cheers, handsome. Oh, that. There was no <laughs> ching on that. It was so full of beer. <laughs> yeah, so uh, light does not pass through this beer. This is a jet black beer. It's got a dark khaki colored head, verging on brown. Mm, smells nice oh, and wow. sweet and a ch- little bit uh, smoky almost from the malts. How's the taste, my handsome? It, it is fantastic. Yeah, it's got like a chocolatey and like mm. co- a little coffee and stuff. Yeah, but not too dry. Um, Definitely a sweet stuff. It's fairly full-bodied. I think it was mostly with the the extra sweetness. Um, It's a lot like, typically like a milk stout would be, Mm -hmm. but... Yeah. Yeah, it's just a good full-bodied stout. How... What ABV do you think this beer is, Steve? Just offhand? Uh, I would guess about five. Is it higher than that? It is seven and a half percent. Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> oh wow! The this, crinkling uh, you heard in the background is they, for some reason, wrapped her growler in black garbage bag, and uh, he had written on a piece of tape on it, so oh, I had covered it. Uh, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Wow, this is a dangerous seven point five percent. Hey, we're gonna go now to have time after this. Yeah, you know, tasting again, it's like this does kind of taste a lot like an imperial stout almost, but it, but it, not as harsh. Yeah. But yeah. yeah wow, no, this good. is a delightful, easy to drink beer. You could get yourself damaged on this pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I highly recommend if you find yourself in the Berkeley area, hit up their tap room. They brew literally like you could. We, we sat at a table where we watched them brew. Um, uh, yeah, it was pretty red. Sorry, you have a hair on you. Oh, well. I, got it. I, I do live with two cats. It was a lady hair. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure it was your color, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Triple Rock. Back to Triple Rock. Triple Rock Brewing. Check um, them out. Yeah, I had been there once before. Their burgers are spectacular. Again, if you like hot wings, their hot wings are really good. They use Frank's Red Hot, which is delicious. And if you don't like it, I don't care. It's delicious. You're mm-hmm. missing out. Yeah. Uh, so we got some questions for Movie Pod Squad. Woo! First we question, guys. indeed. Uh, first question comes from CNC Geekcast at CNC Geekcast. What's the secret of life? Two tifos and plenty of square footage. <laughs> Thank you, Mister Corolla. Jimmy <laughs> no. um, Kimmel. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, in a way, having space for yourself, but also being with others. Um, I prefer the Conan method of. 
to crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and see, feel the lamentations of their women. It's a terrible Trump impression. I know. <laughs> it's true. All right. Uh, so, yeah, good question. Thanks, CNC. Uh, I forget. It's like Chris and Callum. I don't know. Uh, good guys. Uh, Shaken Not Nerd. Team Cap or teen, uh, Team Iron Man? I have to go with Iron Man simply because I just love that Tony Stark is a total asshat. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought you might have a question of who's on which team because I don't remember Civil War. Like, oh, who's are we on supposed to side? name who's on whose team? No, 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 no. You, no, you pick team. a side. I don't I, even care. I, I, I think you chose wisely, by the way. <laughs> you know why I want to be on, te- on Team Iron Man? I want to go to Tony Stark's parties. Right? He does have some nice parties. You no, know what? I want to go to his parties, and I want to be that person who never leaves the buffet. I want to be the Homer Simpson. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you about a Captain America party. First off, it's dry. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, it's like, I, I don't know, bologna sandwiches, maybe like the little mini bologna sandwiches. Oh, he and... definitely is going to serve jello that has something floating in uh, it. Oh my God, it's like a Utah party. <laughs> uh... Oh my God. Oh my God, Captain America's a Utah. <laughs> you, oh, all right. In an alternate universe, Captain America becomes governor of Utah. <laughs> mm, it could be worse. I mean, right? you know. Yeah. They've had worse. Yeah. He's going to improve the school system. Is he? He believes, I think he believes children are our future. <laughs> Teach them well and let them lead the way. Anyway. By the way, robots are not the future. Or, uh, children are the future, robots are the future. That's true. <laughs> Ooh, children robots. Yes. Parents. Parental <laughs> units. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Film Roast at Film Roast Show. Who would win between Dumbledore and Gandalf? Ooh. Well, technically, didn't Gandalf already win? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to go ahead and say if we're actually going to break this down and I'm going to go super nerdy on it, Dumbledore is going to win because Dumbledore not only was... A wizard who became a teacher who taught wizards who became the head of staff of wizards. And Gandalf, his entire thing, if you read the books, is that he's a mediocre. He's he's not... Even when he became Gandalf the White. Yeah, no, he did that basically because he didn't really have a choice. He got put in a corner. But he much preferred to just party and hang out with people than actually... That's why he was great off the gray. Yeah, yeah, say, Gandalf... He was Gandalf he's, the super He's more possible. powerful. He's more powerful than Dumbledore. But Dumbledore is much more uh, dependable. Because whenever shit got real, Gandalf got the fuck out of there. He's yes. like, I must go. What, wait, we're, we're just about to... No, 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 I, I, I must go. I must go. I'll, I'll come <laughs> I, back later. I, I have come to warn you of danger. I have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I must go... God, what was it? In... One of the Hobbit movies, it was like, I must go. Why? I just have to. And then he went, he traveled thousands of miles, popped up in that fucking area to talk mm-hmm. to the dude with the bird shit on his head. Yep. That was it. To tell him he was in danger to yeah, leave. Exactly. And then You're went, in great danger. And then like went back yeah. and it was like, ah, wait, no. 
No, not, maybe there's yeah. something else in the book or something. I I don't know, but no, no, it's basically that Gandalf. <laughs> the the reason why Gandalf ends up on this journey is because everybody else didn't think it was important, and nobody else thought hobbits were even even worth their time. And basically, it was like, eh, we'll get the okay guy. He's not the worst at his job. That's the guy with the bird shit on his head. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get the guy who's sober enough. He's the cop you send to the schools to teach the kids about cop safety. He's not the guy you want on the beat, but he's sober (laughs) enough to work with kids. (laughs) He's the Benjamin Bratt and Catwoman of of Wizards. Yes. Whereas Dumbledore is the fucking boss of Wizards. And it doesn't matter that he's not the most powerful. He knows how to fucking use it. What does it matter? So, like, yeah, I mean, what does it matter if you have all the power in the world if you don't want to use it and or you don't know how to use it because you were never asked to or you're not sober enough to use it? (laughs) My pipe weed is um, the stickiest of the icky. (laughs) Dumbledore's like, that shit will rot your brain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck you, Dumbledore. (laughs) This is how come you were never able to show up for orientation. (coughs) Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, we Wait. just made crossover gold. <laughs> I have a new comic: Hagrid and Gandalf get high. <laughs> Dumbledore's a total douche. <laughs> I don't want to pass it back to you just yet. Every puff you take is like half of a ounce. It's not my fault. Look at me! If you got better shit, I wouldn't have to smoke so much! Can I ride your griffin? <laughs> Let me have another puff. <laughs> no dice. Fine, I'll feed it the ferrets myself. <sighs> <laughs> Steve, we have a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, so yeah, thank you, Film Rose, for that intriguing question. Um... <laughs> All right, one more. Let's pick from the list here. Um, oh, here we go. A Beardo and a Weirdo Talk Film. Great Ooh. podcast, by the way. Check them out. Movie Pod Squad. At uh, CaptainBeard93 is the uh, Twitter handle. Is Inglorious Bastard really Tarantino's masterpiece? Ooh. I mean, it, it's a great flick. It's a great I flick. I love that movie. It is a wonderful movie. I think that... It and Django have a lot of things in common yeah. in that I think people think that they're his masterpieces because they have everything you want. Yeah. They have witty dialogue. They have likable characters. They have all the justice you've ever fucking wanted to have seen. Uh, and they have great action scenes. Um, honestly, I know this is going to sound super douchey, but I really like his segment in Four Rooms. I like how it's kind of restrained for Tarantino. Yeah, it's basically, what, like four shots? I don't know. It's like a 20-minute segment. Yeah, but it's to me, it's an excellent so, example of Tarantino restraining himself and trying to trying to hold it all back. And then when he does let it go, the, the character we're following leaves the room. Like, when, at the <laughs> point... The last 10 seconds of the movie. At the point when it becomes a, tar- a quote-unquote Tarantino film is when we leave the scene. So you're saying... His 20-minute segment in Four Rooms is his masterpiece. Not Pulp Fiction or Django Unchained or, I don't know, Jackie Brown, Death Proof, Kill Bill Volume 1 and or 2. 
I'm not taking anything away from those movies. Those are all spectacular. No, you're not. I think that <laughs> if you're talking masterpiece, you're talking about the finesse of whatever the artist's greatest skills are. And I think that doing it in 20 minutes, first off, mm. not going completely balls to the walls is prob- was probably one of the hardest things he's ever had to do. So his Twilight Zone segment yeah. is better than Reservoir Dogs. In my opinion, I appreciate it more. That's an interesting opinion. Let us know your opinion at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. movies. Go ahead no. and tweet at me at Untidy Venus and tell me how <laughs> wrong I am. You are, but no. no what do you it, think it, is Tarantino's it, it, it is masterpiece? Interest- well, if it, you're going for Tarantino's masterpiece, it is, this is his David. <laughs> it is. This, this is his marble naked dude. Um, yeah. Dong flopping in the air. You know, <laughs> I, it, uh, Pulp Fiction obviously was an incredible movie and mm-hmm. should have won a bunch of Academy Awards. It won a couple, blah, blah, blah. And Glorious Bastards won a, well, won a couple Academy Awards for screenplay and Christoph Waltz and all that stuff. And gave, a, gave America Christoph Waltz, which I have to give it that. Oh, God. As far as, like, my favorite Tarantino movie that I've probably seen the most and enjoy the most. It's Death Proof. I, I, I Okay. I do love Death Proof. <laughs> Fuck what anyone has to say about Death Proof. I love Death Proof. However, I love the Kill Bill movies. I really fucking do. Right. Uh, that may just be the martial arts movies in me or whatever. But see, but. see this is why I'm saying I think it's Four Rooms. Because I'm trying to take out everything I like about all the other movies and simply look at it from a skillful, like, artisanal, like, what went into crafting it. Yeah... But it's very simplistic and minimalist and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they say fuck like 87 times in 20 minutes, which is awesome. Which is a goddamn record. <laughs> right. I think it's between that and like uh, the fuck scene from uh, Boondock Saints. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fucks, can you fucking fucks fuck? That's <laughs> yeah. um, a lot of fucks. Yeah. Okay. I think we can agree. Mm-hmm. All Tarantino movies are pretty fucking awesome. Oh, they're spectacular. Even, what, but if you're, you're taking out, take out the things that you like about, uh, like that you particularly like. That you, if you take out that you like martial arts, take out mm. that you like fast cars and chicks with hot tits. Mm. Look at the the craftsmanship, the film thing. That what what Tarantino piece can you find the least things wrong with it? If you really break it down, there are no scenes that lag. There are no. You know, there, there's nothing that feels like somebody mailed it in or like they tried to take a shortcut. Hmm, that is a great question. Yeah. I, you know what? Scene for scene, moment for moment. Reservoir Dogs. I think that's an excellent I'll choice. It, and a lot of it is because it's an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's tight. It's concise. There's not a whole lot, I mean, there's not a whole lot of filler yeah, I mean it's not like, like okay, death proof masterpiece that it is. Um, there's like the first, <laughs> the first thirty minutes, and then like minutes forty five to an hour and fifteen are <laughs> girls chatting about bullshit. Blah 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 blah. Doesn't matter. Okay, characters developed. Get to the car chase part. But yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like if you're looking at all the Tarantino quality pieces, what what is the thing where you there's not the like all right, come on, let's get past this part that you really. That it's just like, yes, this yeah. is this is the one with the least amount of flaws. Because every creator is going to have a few flaws. True, true. 
Again, look this at it may... like his David. What yeah. is the one that has the veins on the hands and the feet? Perfectly, <laughs> meticulously. Up close, marvel, makes you marvel that a person mm-hmm. could make something like this. Yeah. yeah. I got the you. thing that I makes you. you go like, I could never fucking do this. Uh, really? I mean, there's just so many of Tarantino. I, I love all of his stuff. Well... Not all the moments, but overall mm-hmm. the movies. Oh are yeah, yeah, amazing. no, no, no. Overall, yeah. they're all great films. I'm not trying to take anything away from any of the other films. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to change my answer. Actually, now that I'm thinking about Ooh. it, from *Dust Till Dawn*. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first half of that movie is pretty fucking amazing, I and the second half is pretty amazing in a completely different way. It's a completely different movie, and it is just a completely different movie, and it is still spectacular in a completely different set of ways. Yeah. All right, so I think if I if I were to make a summation of our little argument over the past what, mm-hmm. six minutes or whatever, go see all the Tarantino movies, and if you're going Woo! to watch them on Amazon, go through our link and give us a few shekels. Click through our website, and what is that, Steve? Eilfm.podbean.com. That's everything I learned from movies.podbean.com. Woo! Anyway, so yeah, great questions, everybody. Yeah, so keep so, sending them in. Absolutely. Uh, so I have to ask, what did we learn from, do you remember what our movie was? Yes. Brotherhood of the Wolf. What did we Resident learn? Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Jenga Unchained. We learned the N-word is... Gr- no, anyway. Um, Resident Evil, the search for Curly's Gold. <laughs> Resident Evil, the final chapter, kind of like 1987's Friday the 13th, the final chapter was the final chapter. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, on that note, when are we going to do all of the Friday the 13ths or... Uh... Oh, I'm down for Jason X. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and we need to complete our uh, Leprechaun sagas. Oh, that's right. Uh, we haven't done Leprechaun in space yet. We no, promised we that like episode three or I whatever. <laughs> We're terrible. All right. Sorry. What did I learn from this movie? What did we learn from this movie? I learned that French for to hell is allo. 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 I also learned the Iron Chef is an Iroquois. Yeah. And a fact. shaman. <laughs> I, what did you learn, my love? I learned that not all French films are boring, pretentious French, French films. films. I, I love French, French films. tickets, play. <laughs> uh, I also learned Monica Bellucci. Damn. <laughs> Diggity damn. Okay. I have a question for you, Steve. Oh? What is Monica Bellucci's finest performance? Oh, God. Don't make me choose. <laughs> I actually haven't seen a lot of Monica Bellucci's movies. Shoot 'em up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the movie I'll watch again. You, not this one where you get to see her tits like twenty five percent of the movie. You know, sometime it's the anticipation of titty that's almost as good as the full frontal. Shoot 'em up is a fucking amazing Shoot 'em up movie. is fucking amazing. If you have not seen Shoot 'em up, you know what? I hate to say this, but watch Shoot 'em Up, then watch Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Get your laughs and giggles out, and then you can be ready for the tour de force that is. No. <laughs> They're both great movies. Yeah. And is this the end of Wolf Month? This is our last regular episode, but fear not, for we have our full length commentary coming up. Yay! And what movie are we doing for that, Steve? Oh, let's see. Is it one of my gr- favorite movies of all time? Probably. It's Is a it a classic. movie that I've been watching over and over since I was a child and my teachers sent home notes worrying about me when I drew scenes from it in class? 
Possibly. Is it a movie that the mummy, the new mummy that just came out ripped off a little bit? A little bit. It's American Werewolf in London. London. It's in London, not Paris. Fuck that movie. Oh, that movie does not exist. I'm yeah. sorry. I have seen a lot of bad movies. I have a high tolerance movies. I liked <laughs> The Mummy. Listen for our mini episode. The mini new episode. one that everybody's shitting on. I enjoyed that. American Werewolf in London can burn. You mean in Paris. That's what I meant, in Paris. Wow. Wow, wow I'm an asshole. No, um, She's had a few drinks, sweet. <laughs> I should be eating an apple. <laughs> you should be eating an apple because you're an asshole now. Uh, <laughs> Did I mention we, Spirit 7.5%? This episode is brought to you by CinemaSins at CinemaSins.com. No, no um, oh, CinemaSins, if you want to sponsor us, <laughs> I'm sure. I will take my bra for that. I'm sure they're making hand over fist with those videos. Hell, if anybody sponsors us, I'll take my bra off. <laughs> yes. Please sponsor us. <laughs> sponsor us enough, we may have video episodes now. Um, <laughs> Woo! Here's Izzy jumping on a trampoline with that bra off. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going to talk about Le Pacte de Lourdes. No, uh, <laughs> Leprechaun 6. Back up in the hood, or whatever the fuck it is. The Search for Curly's Gold. The Search for Curly's <laughs> <laughs> yes so until next time i'm steve and i'm izzy and this is everything, everything i learned from movies stupid american werewolf in paris fucking piece of bullshit have a good night everybody <laughs> are we still recording we're still recording hold on let me Shit! <laughs> fuck you <laughs>